was the night before next gen and all through the house not a controller was stirring not even a guy named klaus what i was i was rolling oh yeah shit you're right (laughs) the stockings were hung up by the old consoles with care in hopes that the garbage man soon would be there the adults were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of sack boys and delayed master of chiefs danced in their heads and mama in her kerchief and i in my cap this just got weird had just settled our brains all right hi everybody welcome back to the burnout brother podcast this is episode 63 i'm your host for this evening so much potential to be good I didn't realize that we were about to start talking about laying in bed with mama. That's and what happens. You've never heard the story? I don't know if I've ever really listened to more than the first like four lines. Yeah, it's the that. dad who's telling the story. Oh, that makes more sense. Yes. <laughs> well, ep- welcome to episode 63. I'm My name is Matt. I'll be your host for this evening's events. I'm joined as always by Destiny. Hey, hey, hey. And Big D Darren. Oh. <laughs> oh, is that your Santa Claus? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, it's actually the next Jenna Claus. Oh, the um, next Jenna Claus. Yeah. Sounds you're terrible. Gonna be, if, if you're hanging up your consoles by your fireplace, I think you're going to have some heating issues. He hey. didn't. I thought he hung up. He said socks. Yeah, I said in stockings, but. I said the stockings were there, and then the garbage men were awaiting the consoles to take out the new garbage old consoles and bring in the new good ones. Oh, that's right. what all okay. of that meant? I did not understand that in do and do at all. I admittedly prepared very little for that poem, but I felt like I put my it's heart into it. It's not a poem, it. it's a story. I'm pretty sure it's a poem, it rhymes. No, that's like I the definition of a poem. poem. No, I think it's a story. story not. Guys, no, guys, we can see. both we can have a poem be a story and a story be a poem. It, it, they both can work. Destiny. I think you're right, it? Darren, but nobody ever calls that the, a story, a, a poem. They just like it's the night before Christmas story. I guess Destiny, it, could be a poem. it does rhyme. The source it for does this rhyme, is you're the, right. Hold on, let me state my source, okay? Because the source for this is the Random House Book of Poetry for Children. It is not the stories for children. It is the poetry for children. What the story was about anyway? So don't even try to throw that in my face. I knew the poem. I didn't know the story. Okay, it's a difference. (laughs) It's insane. Oh my god. But anyways, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for checking us out. If this is your first time here, thank you, and we're sorry. Um, on this week's podcast, we're going to be talking all about bug snacks. We were lucky enough to be provided po- codes by popagenda.co, and we've played it. We've, Thank we've you, done a by lot the way. It. Thank you. Big shout out. Thank so much. Big thanks. Um, we have feelings. We have thoughts. It is going to be a spoiler-free discussion. We're going to be avoiding all sorts of story spoilers. So even if you haven't played it yet, which probably many of you have not uh, feel free to listen on and fe- hear what we feel and what we thought about the game because we will spoil nothing. We are non-spoiling masters. We'll kill the vibe every time. But <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, we're off. I gotta really start. watch what I say. Also, for you, news, you we're gonna be talking about, yeah. 
we're going to be talking about the PS5 Remote Play app released on PS4 and new Mass Effect stuff, old Mass Effect stuff, generally different effects that masses would have. We're going to talk about them. What else are we talking and about, Matt? We're also going to talk about Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, and some of the controversy going on between them. But that will be a little bit later because right now we are going to start the conversation as we always do with a round of random questions. And this week, I'm going to start with Darren because mm. just a few weeks ago, I got I got some uh, good criticism about the level of questions that I apparently ask to each of you. So, Darren, I'm going to ask you. Wait, 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 wait. Who gave you this you criticism? You can't just, like, what criticism did you get? It may have been by one of our podcast members on the podcast about how I give Darren, quote-unquote, hard questions and give Destiny, quote-unquote, easy questions, when in my mind, all of these questions are equal and worth discussing, but apparently, not all questions are equal. So, I like Darren, that criticism. Yeah, you would. I wonder why. <laughs> Des uh, no, no, not Destiny. I usually start with Destiny. This week I'm starting with Darren. Darren, my question for you is what type of egg cooking is best? We've been talking about bug snacks. There's been a lot of food. What kind of cooked egg is best? Would it have been a better way to phrase that sentence? Darren, which egg is best? I wish that the people listening could see my face of immeasurable disappointment uh, with this question. That's a shitty uh, question, right? Usually I get those questions. Now you understand. See, I, I, listen, know, I know what it feels like to be Destiny now. It's yep. thematically linked. We've been playing Bug Snacks. There's food in there, eggs. Therefore, which egg is best? Okay. Um, I personally prefer a nice sunny side up. That's my go-to. I like a nice runny yolk. When I <sighs> cut into it, the yolk can just spread all over the toast and all over and just mix and mingle with the flavors and foods of the rest of my breakfast plate. I like I how you're nice trying to make goop. that sound good, but it's just like slimy egg goop. That's but I kind of agree with him. But Darren, I have a follow-up question. Is it because okay. it is too much work to do anything else with the egg other than crack it into the pan and leave it there? Scrambling you know what? literally takes minimal effort. What the fuck are you guys uh, that, talking about? I, I know. I, hey, hey, don't don't groom me into this. I was just about to say I think scrambling is easier than uh, doing okay. a nice sunny side up because you have to work for it sunny is. side up in the sense you can't you can't break the yolk. That's actually challenging sometimes. If yeah, you've got like a crappy old pan. Um, mm -hmm. So scrambling, you're just like throw it in a bowl, click click click. Maybe add some salt, pepper, a little bit of milk to fluff it up or something. And you're done. Sunny you need a good. Up, you're like you gotta treat it gently. You need a good non-stick pan, yeah. You need a good fluffer when you're working with eggs. Is what I'm hearing from you. You do. <laughs> All right. The point that you should definitely take away from wrong. that. That sounded so wrong. Okay, go ahead. Okay, Destiny. That I yeah. I have I'm a done. question for you now because Darren's filled yeah, his really, minute about there's eggs. There's like so many ways you can have eggs, and that's like that's it. Like, just sunny side up. Like, you could have eggs benedict. You could have, like, an omelet. You could have, like, deviled eggs. You could have, like, egg salad. Like, that's it. Yeah. But, oh, but hold like, on. I know Darren loves a good egg salad. But my question wasn't to <laughs> to list all the eggs Darren likes. I just asked for which one he thought was best. And if his I is sunny side. To, wait, 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 wait. I didn't even tell him to list all. I was listing 
other styles of egg dishes he could have. Sunny side up is a style of dish, okay? I've apparently opened right. up the Pandora's box of eggs with this question, <laughs> which I wasn't anticipating. I thought that this was my question. I'm going to answer this oh question. Oh my God, here we go again. It is your question. I was just adding on to that question, asking if that really was the only, that's the best one you could come up with with sunny side up. Darren, are you, answer you know. Yes. Darren, are you yes, comfortable with still. your evidently wrong answer? I never I said it was wrong. Oh my God. I want everybody to listen to this bullshit. Okay. Because I not, <laughs> not once did I say his answer was wrong. I just asked, really? That's the only one out of all of these dishes. There's nothing wrong Des with that. Destiny. Proceed, I Matt, to my question. <laughs> I am <laughs> done with the egg thing. Moving on. Destiny. Nope. To follow up on my okay. egg question, which egg okay. is worse? No, I'm just kidding. I actually have a question for you that I just <laughs> thought of. Um, Destiny, uh -huh. sometimes, at least for me, when I finish a, a great game or a great like TV show or something, right, or a book, you I, after I finish it, I'm left with this feeling of like emptiness or this kind of feeling of like, man, I wish that could have gone on longer or I, I wish I could rewatch it for the first time kind of thing. What piece of media, and I'll open it up to video games, books, movies, TV, or whatever, after it was over, did you feel like a genuine feeling of like, man, that was something special. I wish there was more or I wish I could watch it again for the first time. Which piece of media left that effect on you? And why was it the hit movie, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs? Go. I've never had that feeling. Really? Yeah, unless like it was a series that I knew was supposed to come out with a second season and they just hadn't yet. But usually, like, I'm really weird. If I really like something and I don't want to see it come to an end, I just won't finish the series. Like, I'll leave, like, the last three episodes unwatched. Yeah, I just, I won't ever go back. What about for, like, a movie or something? She'll leave the last three minutes unwatched. No, because that's the credits. Um, have I ever, like, seen a movie where I was like, damn, like, I wonder how the rest of their lives panned out? Kind of thing? Like that? Or like, I wish there was more movie. Like you, you like the the movie or whatever it was. I've TV never watched or a movie where I was like, "Dang, I really wish this was longer." No. Not even Anne of Green Gables, which I know you like very much. First of all, Anne of Green Gables is like a three-hour-long movie, <laughs> so no. Destiny. I do. The amount, <laughs> the amount of things I know about Anne of Green Gables ends with the name. I know nothing more about that. Oh well, it's <laughs> funny because it was a Canadian series. Yeah, that's why I don't know anything about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I do enjoy Anne of Green Gables. Actually, funny story, they made a third, like, uh, they made it like a trilogy. They made a third part to it. And after watching that, I felt they should have stopped at the second <laughs> movie and not made the third uh, one. So I definitely had that feeling Anne of before. Red Mountains. <laughs> Darren, what? do you know anything about Anne of Green Gables? <laughs> It's super no. famous. I don't know how you guys don't know did about say, it. Hold on. Did you say Anne of Red Mountains? He did. Yes. In our mind, does the series progress through different locations of various colors? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is better what I thought because in my mind, she is like a, a little girl who lives on a farm that has a green fence and there's various antics around said fence. 
That is no. that is what was in my mind. No, she's okay. She's a redhead, and she was an orphan, and she gets adopted. And the name of the area is called Green Gables. Like that's the name of the farm oh. that she lived on. There's like so, really nothing green other than like it's in a nice area. The and like green. Yeah. Well, the gable's not green, but yes, it's it's a good movie. If you've never seen it, you should watch it. Okay. Like oh, fun what? fact. Gilbert Blythe was one of my first crushes. That's so, the guy. <laughs> He's so cute. What you're saying is Anne of Green Gables is the worst Pippi Longstocking. No, that's terrible. They're not even the same. Is Wasn't she an You know I see you physically tomorrow, and I will stab you. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Won't be the first nor the last time. All right, who's got a question for me? Darren does. <clears throat> Oh no. Hey, I, I had question responsibility <laughs> last time because it was a boys episode. I feel like <laughs> I feel like that's not fair. No, that's not fair because you guys had this whole conversation about something that I just don't know much about. So I would have just been dead weight. What are you drinking, Matt? Uh I'm having a bit of beer and soju together. There you go. That was my question. Moving on. That was good. I feel like that's fair. I feel like that's fair. An eye for an eye. Right. An eye for right, an eye. Right. Fine, fine, fine. Um, See? Actually, Matt, I am genuinely curious about the same <laughs> question for you, except you're not allowed to pick a superhero movie. Okay, it wasn't going to be a superhero movie. Okay, good. Spay me. For me, for me, <laughs> I wish there was more Spider-Man. I genuinely want to be. Um, no, for me, the biggest like hole in my heart that I felt once I finished something was Scrubs. That's Persona Five. Oh, what? Uh, because Scrubs. Scrubs, the eight seasons. We don't talk about the ninth. I actually think the ninth was mostly fine. It's just wasn't the same but i mean like after eight seasons you wanted more yeah oh my god they were probably fucking tired <laughs> i'm sure that they were i don't doubt it but like for me i loved those characters in that world so much and it's just like i'm the kind of person that if if it like maintains a level of consistency and even if it really doesn't if i fall in love enough with the characters i'll watch it for the next like 10 years every week if it's going to be on so that's why like scrubs for me hit such an important note um, through like the characters and the way that they, they interact. And like, I just felt a lot like of them. You act I... like the guys from scrubs. I just realized this. No wonder you You're... love that show. It's basically a love letter to you and the way that you act. Destiny. <laughs> you know, what's really funny. That wasn't what? the first time that was said to me this week. See what this week, <laughs> who else said it? Lucas is currently on his first watch through and he messaged me saying, well, he messaged the group of guys saying, oh, I understand why Matt left Scrubs. He's basically JD, which for me, I yes. think is a compliment. Yes, that's fucking what you are. You are you are JD. And he's so I do like Scrubs. I do. I wonder who your yeah. black guy friend is, because I said that like that, guys, because I don't remember the guy's name. I know his name's Donald. But he's on in real life. <laughs> Turk. Oh, Chris is such a shitty name. I don't date people named Chris. That's not important, but I just... Have you ever, like, (laughs) just stopped? (laughs) I I feel like in this uh, new era of 2020, we would repeat the show, and you would be my Turk, Destiny. Would I? 
no, Turk is like nice. I'm not nice. Listen, uh, this, you this, are this, this intro. <laughs> this, you are nice. <laughs> you are nice, Destiny. You are nice, and we'll leave it at that. Okay. Except when you call me out on my le- level of quality of questions, and then you hit me with, "What Wait, are you that drinking?" Was me? Because... That was me. I thought it was I mean, somebody else. Some random person that's on the podcast yeah. that's not Darren. Anyways, moving okay. on. Um, <laughs> oh my on this god! This podcast, we're gonna kind of skirt by what's new because we're going. Our whole topic for the show is what we've been playing. Unless anybody has something that they really want to talk about, other than bug snacks. No. I don't have anything I really want to talk about. Now that you've answered what you were drinking, I feel like my life is, you know, my day is made, my life is okay. And, you know, I can move forward. I, I would just like to, to say one thing that I did. Um, please, me and please Alistair were playing Final Fantasy fourteen, and we went to Final Fantasy fourteen wedding. And it was just lovely. I so this was this was wait, 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 wait. Was it a wedding of someone you know? Or did you guys just like somebody in your guild or something? Like, yeah, someone in our guild, free company. Did you go with a date, Taryn? Yeah, it was Alistair. Alistair what did you not understand? Date. Alistair was I thought Al- mm, I thought Alistair would have gone with like a really hot chick. I didn't know he picked you. Wait, do you play a hot chick again? <laughs> oh, he plays a hot chick. Ah, that's why you went. Okay. Keep going. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Were you gonna Wait, say Alistair something? plays a chick in the game? That's so awesome. I want to. Yeah, he plays a dragon girl. A... I want to play with Al. Ooh, that's that. No, that sounded bad. Okay. No, I, I meant I want to play with you guys. I yeah, it's like amazing. How that it's amazing he gets reception all the way up from the space station. Um, where he lives and works. It is amazing uh, that he can but, get on the game from there, and I still can't get on it from Korea, and I'm on Earth. I'm saying. So hold on, Darren. Was this like an actual wedding, or was this like a wedding celebration that took place in games? Were these people like legitimately getting married in the game? Or you'll have to explain a little bit more than just breezing by the fact that you went to a wedding in Final Fantasy XIV. Right. So it it I it's not an official like it's not recognized in the state of Indiana or anything like that. Like I don't know. It's we're it's from Indiana. Oh, the people oh, were well. from Indiana. No, I don't know. I just picked a random state for some reason, and Indiana was the first. <laughs> why thing did that you came do that? that why did you pick Indiana of all states? I don't know. It's the first state that came to mind. But it's not like an okay. officially recognized wedding. Uh, but it is a wedding ceremony. Like the game actually has like a section of the world sectioned off for weddings. Are you and, serious? Uh, yeah. It's not a new thing, actually... Matt. <laughs> I'm learning about it for the first time. <laughs> you get special gear. Yeah. So like you go in and the people who are getting married, um, it was it was Two very lovely furry men, and uh, <laughs> why do you say it like that? Because they're very lovely. Okay. Well, they gave me an Alistair invitations, so um, uh, yeah. So you actually need invitations to go to the wedding and everything, but like you pick how the the ceremony goes. Like it's actually customizable. So like you put up the wedding decorate. You like you pick the wedding decorations. Like you pick different parts of the ceremony like and everybody comes uh in like really nice clothes how much is it and uh i don't know how much gold it is um 
but for to attend it's free you just need an invitation well, yeah yeah I, I never checked what the price was um but like it was it was cool like everyone was gathering outside the chapel and then you go in and you're in like a waiting room waiting for the chat like the ceremony to start then you go to like room and you sit down it's like a real wedding except if you gave each other the rings you started floating up into the sky hovering around each other and then like the you used like the force to put the rings on each other's finger the force uh, <laughs> and, and also if everybody in the room was obnoxiously like spraying spells at you the entire time wow this is like the second story i've heard that's been really interesting about furries today <laughs> Today, wow! Yeah, yeah. Today, Matt, you and Sina should get married. In I'm Final legit. Fantasy. I'm legit looking at it right now. Yeah. Uh, if if there are three different plans, um, the standard plan is free. Um, the gold plan is twenty dollars. Okay. And the platinum plan is forty dollars. Hey, I think it's worth it. And Holy you get like promise. a bunch of stuff. You can, I don't can think you, you get can get married on the free trial. Yes, you can get divorced. Actually, a lot of people will just get married and then divorced like five minutes later purely for the items you get for getting married because you get a bunch of exclusive gear. I got exclusive gear just for attending. Like I, I got a couple of minions that you can only get by attending a wedding. That's this really dope. Abs this absolutely has blown my mind. I genuinely, Darren, when you told me that you went to a wedding, I was like, oh, they probably stood by some tree and like they were though no. they had a wedding this it's is wow. no i yeah. didn't know this do they have it's that great. in wow as well yeah they do i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure yeah they have that in WoW. i think you can get married in wow too i'm that's checking right like, now that's just the bigger mmo so like they're the ones that like basically started all these trends i, I would be shocked if it have some kind that of that is plan. his mind is blown people if you could see it right now like this is not persona stuff we're talking about people <laughs> are getting ma married <laughs> can i get married in a japanese high school is that what you're telling me i'm saying like if that's your dream we'll make it happen in class i don't see first, but... i don't see anything directly relating to a world of warcraft wedding um okay. outside of like real weddings that are world of warcraft themed uh ff14 must be done legit looks like it has a wedding but okay cool that's actually really cool darren that you just rocked my world i did not see that coming whatsoever if you if you find someone getting memory memoried if you have, <laughs> uh, if you if you find someone getting married do what you can to just uh, harass them into giving you an invitation don't actually do I just that because i want to get joke. on the game like they're just yeah, yeah you shouldn't would... harass Darren, let's get married in the game so we can get the stuff. Oh my yes. god. Yeah. No. Then I, stop. Then, stop. Mm -hmm, stop. Mm -hmm. It's okay. We can get divorced be, right after. I'm gonna yeah, we're gonna get divorced right after. And I'm gonna be a dude in the game. So you just end your little weird fantasies right now, Matthew. End it. <laughs> I picture you two flying in together on a ceremonial chocobo. Oh my god. Oh no! It has a has a has a beautiful run behind it that says well, gonna, to me as it blows in the wind. It's gonna be a long time because I can't even get into the game. So, <laughs> well, Darren, wait thank you so much Garrett. for sharing. Wait, I'll wait. For me. I'll wait for you. See, so I'm good to end the podcast right right now because my heart right now is so full oh of God. the love that we need to. <laughs>
um, in all seriousness, let's please mosey on down to Snacktooth Island, where we're going to talk about some bug snacks. It's bug One more time. snacks. Oh, bug snacks. I am uh, going to one more time <laughs> clarify that we got we were very generously given codes by popagenda.co. Yeah, uh, bug snacks is a game coming to PS4, PS5, and the Epic Game Store. By the way, of young giant, no, young horses, not young giants. What am I talking about? Young horses, um, which is a Chicago-based studio. Bug snacks is coming out on november 12th you can catch it on ps4 and at the epic game store then tomorrow on PS5. exactly uh if you are getting it on ps5 and you have playstation plus you can get the game for free if you are looking to get it on ps4 you will have to pay for it along with over on the epic game store but we've played it we have thoughts we have feelings darren before we get into what we think about bug snacks can you give me a bit of an overview for someone who might not be familiar with the game yeah, as someone who tried to understand what Bug Snacks was before I even played it, it was quite hard to understand what the the game was until I actually played it. It's essentially a game where you're on an island and uh, you are trying to rebuild uh, a broken town of all the uh, Grumpus villagers that live around the town, while your goal is to try and solve the mystery of a disappearing person. And you do this by trying to do different quests for the villagers by collecting cute little food-based creatures called bug snacks. That they eat. That's, they that's eat the exactly. Bug creatures. They love to eat the cute... Well, most of them love to eat the cute bug creatures. Uh, Destiny, yeah. you did not know too much about bug snacks... Going I didn't know anything about order. Bug Snacks going you in. Knew, yeah. Darren and I have been hyped since that song has been stuck in our head for about our, our collective head for about four months now. But for you, <laughs> Destiny, going into it without knowing pretty much anything, surface level thoughts, give me a couple sentences and we'll kind of dive deeper into different parts of it. But what did you think about Bug Snacks? Um, I think it's a game. Okay, so first, just uh, from the art style and stuff, I thought it was a game that's like <clears throat> geared towards younger a younger audience. But from the dialogue and some of the issues that the characters have, you can tell it's not really geared towards a younger audience. Not that it's like too adult, but like there are definitely some adult issues in the game that I thought was like really interesting that I didn't expect. Um, I am not the type of person who likes to play games where I have to catch a bunch of stuff. <laughs> so <laughs> it's not like it wasn't my style of game, but the story I'm very intrigued by. So I'm probably going to continue playing it because I didn't finish it. I I don't know. I'm like maybe 75, 70 for, yeah, 75 yeah, through the game. But I just want to find out what the fuck happened. So that's why I'm still playing it, even though, like, inside my head I'm bitching because, like, I'm terrible at, like, catching stuff. I figure it out. I always figure out how to catch stuff, and it doesn't take me long. But, like, actually hmm. catching it after I figure out what to do sometimes takes me, like, ages. But um, I think it's a fun game. Like, it's – if you want to sit and, like, play in, like, this colorful kind of world and you just need a break from the outside world, like, it's, it's pretty fun. There's definitely some – bug snacks that require 
because I never really said what like genre of game it is. I guess I'd call it like an adventure. I thought it was going to be like a survival game, but there's no survival mechanics. All the the actual gameplay is about trying to deduce different methods of catching bug snacks based on the gadgets you have. Yeah, it's yeah. kind bug of a snack mix. requires like a different strategy to catch. It's kind of like a mix of Pokemon Snap with some Stardew Valley thrown in and like a bit of like a collectathon feel to it because it's not as simple as something like Pokemon where you just take them down, take their health down, and you you know you can just struggle to catch it depending on rate, uh, you know the the percentage chances. This requires you to think about each encounter, um, and like there some are of some them... bug snacks that are actually quite complicated to catch. It took me like a f- sometimes like five minutes for me of just like how the hell do I catch this thing? <laughs> well. Because you have to think about things like, is it daytime? Is it nighttime? Is it raining? Like, what time of day is it, even if it is day or nighttime? Like, there is a, there is a, a clock that you, have to, that you have to deal with and think about because some snacks will only show up at nighttime. Some will only show up when it's raining. And some of them, you actually need to have multiple snacks in the same area to be able to kind of work in concert to be able to grab the ones that you're looking for. Um, it starts off pretty, you know, run of the mill, like set your trap down and, and lure it over with the scent that it likes and then catch it. But it gets pretty complicated as it goes. Uh, Darren, what did you think of the game? I really liked it. I really liked the game. Um, I, I had a great time playing it. I, you know me, I love games with like a lot of puzzle elements and I was very happy with like level of thinking that you actually have to do to catch some of these things like you're saying it gets really complicated like sometimes you have to like use multiple gadgets in conjunction with multiple bug snacks to try and just catch one some of the bug snacks in like the later zones um can be kind of frustrating at times depending because sometimes they just won't behave the way you want them to but that's all part of the fun of trying to capture these like creatures that they have their own behaviors and things i just thought it was really cute i really really liked uh the story setup uh like destiny alluded to there's a lot of like topics that the game talks about like mental health topics um and like topics of uh like sexuality and things that are like very deep topics but they talk about him in such a like a good I don't know how to describe these like such a thoughtful way uh, with like a lot of love and care. Um, and the gameplay itself is just, it's, it's not too hard. It's not like a long game, but I'd say it definitely doesn't overstay its welcome. Uh, definitely. There's, I think by the end of the game, especially cause I got the platinum trophy. You and I both got the platinum trophy, Matt. And yeah. uh, there is a, so like I, I got every bug snack, did every side quest, blah, 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 blah. Um, I'd say by the end of that platinum trophy, I was ready to put the game down. I was like, okay, I am 100% satisfied. No more bug snacks, please. I'm full. What was um, your run time? So, what was your game clock roughly? I mean, it's I, I know you don't have an exact est- exact number, but estimate. Like, how long did it take you to roll credits, and how long did it take you to platinum? Best guess. Well, I kind of I I only took like a couple hours of playtime after running credits to get the platinum because i pretty much had everything by the time the game finished so i'd say probably like 13 hours get the total trophy yeah Yeah, 13 hours total yeah Um, i would say probably something similar i think it took me about eight hours to 
finish the game and probably three to five after like uh to, to kind of clean it up um yeah i really loved it i was genuinely surprised by how much i enjoyed it because i knew kind of going into it or i had a, a suspicion going into it that like it was going to be more puzzle heavy than i genuinely generally not genuinely generally like to deal with um mm-hmm. and there were points where i was sitting there, i was like how do i do this what is it um but it kind of all it really takes is you to step back and take another look at it and to really look around the entire environment and consider things like elements and, and different parts of the area. Um, I loved a lot of the bug snacks. I think my favorite specific creature was Scoopy Banoopy. And that's only because <laughs> his name or its name is forever burned to my memory when you hear its cry. Cause each one of them, has its own cry and like Pokemon style, all they do is repeat their name over and over and over again. And when you catch them, at least on PS4, um, they say their name again through your controller speakers. So like Scoopy Banoopy will just be like Scoopy Banoopy as it chases you down. Um, And it just repeats its name over and over and over again. I, I, I loved it. Like like the voice acting is phenomenal as well. Um, A lot of the cast is fantastic. I was genuinely surprised by the story. I did not expect to connect with it as much as I did. And the game asks some real questions. It doesn't go super deep on a lot of the topics that it presents, but I feel like it does enough with the material Hmm. um, given its runtime and and given what the game is. I think it handles things pretty well. Um, And I, I genuinely enjoyed it. And as you said, Darren, I actually got the platinum trophy I probably have like four platinum trophies. I'm not one that goes for a platinum. I literally looked at that list of trophies yesterday and I was like, no, I'm not doing this. And then a couple hours later, (laughs) I was like still thinking about the game. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll try. And I got hooked all over again, just running around and grabbing the bug snacks and, and, you know, bringing them to the places that they need to be. Um, I, I really, really, really loved it. And I'm genuinely surprised. I was genuinely surprised by it more than once as my t- with my time with it. We should also mention what systems we played it on. Um, yeah. Because none of us played it on PS5. No. I played it on PS4. I played it on a base, like, well, not base, but slim model PS4. Then you played I, on PS4 Pro, right, Matt? Yep. And Destiny, I you played, played it, it on... I played it on my gaming laptop, my MSI. So I have a question. How was performance for all of you? Did you notice any like performance <laughs> issues? I had quite a few performance issues. Um, Destiny, you want to lead? Yeah, the game froze on me. I think like twice, and I just couldn't move. I didn't know what was going on, and then it like kicked into gear. I don't. I don't even know how to explain it. I don't know what happened. <laughs> it just like froze. <laughs> and another thing I noticed, and I don't know. Maybe I'm just like dumb or something but you know in most games like if you plug in a controller you can go in and reconfigure where the buttons are Hmm. Mm -hmm. i don't think you can do that in this game and that's only and the only reason why i noticed that because it's like i got my new like black panther like controller for that i could use and so i wanted to use it to play this game 
but like all of the buttons and everything in the game are for like an Xbox controller. Uh, which is really weird. Yeah. So I was like, I kept fucking up while I was playing on that controller and I tried to go in and find where you could reconfig, but I didn't see it. I thought that was really strange because like if, if they're giving it to, if you're playing it on a PC, not everybody has, you know, people can have different types of controllers. So I was really surprised that that wasn't there. And if it is there, somebody can tell me, but I went in to where it usually is and there was not the option to do that so i didn't like that but um that's a shame yeah because i couldn't find it so i was like that's really weird so i ended up using my rock candy controller to play it and so then my my gameplay was a lot smoother because i wasn't confused with the buttons and what it was showing me um other than that i think like the game the game ran really smooth on my on my uh gaming laptop because that's why i got the gaming laptop so if it was being all janky <laughs> i would have been upset but um it ran really smooth the music was really nice the voice acting was really well done um and i meant to say this about not just the game running but and i forgot to say when i was playing the game there are certain things that you can do in the game out of order and if you do them out of order you can become very confused because it doesn't tell you in what order to do something in the game so for me i was discovering things like you know just running around and looking around and i was doing things as i was coming across them not necessarily in order and i got stuck like several times like not knowing what i was supposed to be doing and i found that to be really annoying <laughs> Yeah, because um, I feel like if you give me the option to do something, I should be able to do it. And if like I need to do something else, then there should be like something telling me like you have to go back to this. But there was nothing to do that with. So I was like, well, it gave me the option to continue. So don't give me the option. I guess for me, it's like, don't give me the option to continue into a completely different area and do all the stuff there. And then like not let me go ahead because I didn't do one little thing in the beginning that I didn't realize I needed to do. Yeah. Uh, I had a couple of similar issues performance wise. I didn't have any issues in terms of performance. Like there was no screen tearing. There was no lag. There was no, uh, there was nothing really wrong in terms of inherent performance on the PS4 pro. Uh, I found the load times to be a little weirdly long at points, um, especially loading in between uh, your main hub, Snacksburg, and the some of the outer areas. But once you were actually in them, I didn't find much trouble with it. I did hit like a major progression blocking bug towards the end of the game where I had already done something before it was asked of me and the game did not register that I had completed it. So I spent like a couple hours running around and looking for this thing that I already had and it took me reaching back out to the PR people and then basically saying, this is what it is. And I said, I already have that. So I ended up reloading the game and like turning my console off, rebooting it. And instead of going in through continue, I went through load game and that fixed the problem. I was able to pick that thing back up to continue on with the story. Uh, and that, that was frustrating. And I'm hoping that's something that will get patched out um, pretty quickly because if it's not, if I hadn't reached out to the people that we got the codes from, I probably would have kept running around forever. 
Um, so that was something that was frustrating. But in terms of the quest being given out of order, Destiny, I had a couple of the same issues where it's all it's it's the side quests that can be given at times where you don't either have the right tools to complete them. Like I spent about twenty minutes trying to catch a bug snack that I just couldn't. Um, just didn't I have just, the right tool for. Exactly, I just didn't have the right tool for the job, but I was given the quest, and I got that tool a little bit later by you know continuing on with the, with the main story. But the game does this thing where like you like I felt like I could do it with the tools that I had, but I felt like maybe I was doing it wrong or I was doing something incorrectly, but. Then later on, you discover, no, I just didn't have the right thing that I needed. Uh, so that can be really frustrating at points um, because the game does feel like a living, breathing world. Like these the, the snacks are around whether you want them to be or not, um, whether you're ready to try and handle them or not, which is, I think, kind of one of the benefits of the game. But it can be detrimental if you get stuck and you're trying to figure out what to do when you literally can't progress yet. Uh, yeah, Darren, what about no you? Hint. There are no hints yeah. or anything. No, no, and, and yeah, well, I mean, that, like you said, it does help it feel more like a living, breathing world. Uh, if you have a bunch of snacks that, like, oh, some of these are like really strong or like really big, and like I don't know how to catch them yet, and then you can come back later once you have more information or more tools uh, to catch them, which is great. Yeah, I'd say for me. I wish I had a PS5 to play it because you can really tell playing the game that it actually is meant for PS5. Uh, because, yeah, the load times were quite long for me and I got quite frustrated, especially because not everything is linked to the central hub. There are zones that you have to pass through another zone to get to. And so for me to have to go through two loading screens to get to a location for a quest like there's a few quests close to the end of the game where you need to like go back and forth between multiple zones to get the snacks that the grumpuses need and it's like a lot of loading uh, also uh, my frame rate was actually not great on uh ba base ps4 i definitely was below 30 frames per second at a few moments especially in the end game uh, i'm obviously not going to say what happens but it was, I guess, quite intensive on my console, and like I was not getting a solid thirty, like the last thirty minutes of the game. Um, but uh, despite that, the, I liked the game enough that I was like completely willing to look past it because the game had won me over by that point. Um, and then also, you can tell it's probably meant for PS5 because I felt my controller trying to do the. Uh, haptic feedback rumble that the PS5 is supposed to be doing. Like, I could feel my controller trying so hard to give me, like, very specific rumbles when I was moving and when I was, like, bumping into a bug snack. I could feel that the rumble was different. And I'm like, I know probably on the PS5 version they push that further. So I would like to try the PS5 version to see uh, differences there. And I know that the yeah. PS5 version would fix a lot of the load time issues and frame rate issues. Yeah, I'm definitely going to go back in and run around a little bit more in that world and catch some more bugs because I'm also curious about how the haptic feedback and stuff will work, how much it's been optimized um, once I get my PS5 tomorrow. But, yeah, so the, the last kind of thing that I want to touch on before we kind of move on from bug snacks, um, what do you think about it as a game that is coming out in a traditionally very, very busy 
time frame, right? Like November is generally speaking, especially this year, coming out alongside new consoles, coming alongside a lot of you know next gen games or the big Assassin's Creed, et cetera, et cetera. Do you think that this game stands up, and do you think that people should play it? Destiny, let's go to you first. Um, I think it depends on what kind of games you're into. Like, I, I don't, I don't, uh, I guess I really don't understand the question. Like, if if you're into this kind of game, then it doesn't matter if another game's coming out. Like, you're gonna want to play it. So, do you recommend it for someone who like who might like this type of game, or do you feel yeah. like? I think for someone who's like into like solving puzzles and like catching things and like into mystery and kind of like the lore like of a fantasy world, I think they should definitely play it. Um, yeah, no question about it. I don't think it compares to another game just because something else is coming out. Like put it on the back burner, get it and like put it on the back burner and then play it later. Like I don't think people will be disappointed with what the game is offering. I think they'll be like, pleasantly surprised darren what about you yeah i, I agree with that because um it's a very very different game kind of games that you normally count as like the big launch title games but the benefit of a launch window is usually there's not a ton of games to play at launch on your new console um so i i would i, I think that if you think if you look at bug snacks in a trailer or something, and you're like, this game intrigues me. I feel like there's something going on that I think there's more. I think there's more to be seen. I think there's more to be explored. Bug Snacks is not showing me their full hand. Well, I, I don't think you're going to be disappointed at all. Yeah, I totally agree. The thing is, the game is so different compared to a lot of what's around it right now. It is so full of personality. And for me, especially having been disappointed by the last number of Pokemon games and having not having to have like that kind of Pokemon Snap style game in more than 20 years, I really loved Bug Snacks. The gameplay loop is really, really enticing. It's a lot of fun to go back in to try and catch all the ones you've missed. Like I said, I am not one to participate in a collectathon. I am not one to go back to a game once I've already finished it. But I kept thinking about it, and I was like, I, I want to catch the rest of them. I, I want to defeat them all. I want them all to be mine, and I want to feed them to my friends. You want to catch your Scoopy Banoopy. Scoopy Banoopy. Bunger, 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 bunger. <laughs> the noises are so good, man. They're so much fun to listen to. Uh, the story, like I said, is surprisingly heartfelt and it has quite a bit of depth to it. Go check out Bugsnask. Like I said, it's free on PlayStation Plus if you're on PS5. If you don't have a PS5 yet but are planning to pick one up, you can still claim the game over on the PlayStation Store and you know save it for later. If you want to play it right now, you can't go wrong with it on PS4 or PC. Go check out Bugsnask for the last time. Thank you to popintended.co for giving us the codes. We really, really appreciate it. Yeah, and thank you. Let's if you're looking for group. voice actors and actresses, hit us up. <laughs> hit us up. I would bunker, definitely... Bunker, 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 bunker. Scoopy Banoopy. I would pay good money to be a Bug Snacks if there is a Bug Snacks 2 in the future. <laughs> I would pay them to be in that game. All right. Let's move on to some video game news. Our first piece of news... Oh, no. Our second... Our first piece of video game news, our second piece of overall news, is the PS5 Remote Play app has been released on PS4. This comes from Joe Scrubbles over at IGN. 
Sony has quietly added a PS5 remote play app to PS4, allowing owners of the new console to play it on their old console. The app, which has appeared on PS4 dashboards today, will seemingly allow PS5 owners to access their console from their last-gen machine, streaming its games, apps, and UI. We've tried testing it, but it currently doesn't appear to function during the pre-release period. Um, this was not previously announced. This was like shadow-dropped onto, onto, onto consoles everywhere today. Uh, Darren, what do you think about a PS5 remote play app on your PS4? I think that's kind of a funny idea. I think, <laughs> I mean, like, uh, you play your PS5 on your PS4. I mean, it makes sense. It doesn't surprise me because they have remote play on PC. So you might as well remote play on your PS4. So, like, if you have a, a PS5 on your, like, main floor, if you've got a house with multiple floors, you got kids with multiple TVs or whatever... Uh, then yeah, you can actually use your PS4 to play your PS5 in different rooms without moving it. I think that's probably the main point of it. That, I mean, it's pretty cool. Pretty neat little feature that uh, I, I probably won't use very often. But cool Is it there. forward compatible? I, I thought, am I, am I saying that right? No. Yeah, it is. Forward, uh, you're, forward. you're saying it right. So basically what it will do was that the PS4 will connect to your PS5 and you can stream your PS5 games from your PS5 running onto your PS4 in like a Why different room. Or... Essentially, like I said, idea, like if you have like multiple rooms or something, like you don't, you have one PS5, but you want to play your PS5 in a different room without physically moving PS5. If you've got your PS4 still, okay. you can hook it up to a different TV and play it there without having Dream to physically over. move the console. I guess yeah, that's I cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I, I just I don't know how big the use case for this will be, especially because we don't have a ton of information. Like are m- multiple people able to use it? Like how how does the functionality all kind of break down? Um like if I have one PS5 and two PS4s, but I'm logging into my account. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a weird situation. I just don't know how many people are actually gonna use it. I think it's cool that it's there and this kind of this seems to be like it's a bit of a weird thing too, considering their whole argument for why the DualShock 4 doesn't work on PS5 is because they want the PS5 games to be true to the DualSense. Meanwhile, now you can st- stream the PS5 games to your PS4 using a DualShock 4. Kind of seems yeah. A little redundant. Although they might actually, add, I don't. Well, we don't know how it works because no one's actually been able to try it. You might actually need a DualSense. You might need the PS5 controller to get it to work. No, they've they've confirmed that it is with the DualShock 4 really okay that's yes. weird then. I don't understand. so essentially all the haptics and everything else get kind of tossed aside um just a bit of a a bit of a weird thing but it's there it so like if you have a ps5 game no that's stupid never mind <laughs> i was gonna be like <laughs> i was like isn't it because if you have like a game that's only in the ps5 and you want to play it on your ps4 and i was like no no nobody yeah you, that. St- <laughs> you still need so. the ps5 there to be able no, to, I know, but like, like, yeah. nobody would play a, a game made for the PS5 on their PS4 if they had a yeah. PS5, so I, that's why. Yeah, I, I really wish I could it. play this Dreamcast game on my Sega Genesis. But exactly. <laughs> oh, shit! Because those graphics. Um, yeah, I'm curious to see how many people are actually going to be using this. Uh, moving on to our next set of, uh, our next pair of news. We, you it's, know it's where that would work, though? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut Where? you off. I just thought about it. Like, you know, kids, like, okay, so, like, I know some kids whose, like, parents game too, and so they would probably have the PS5 in their bedroom and give the older console to their kid. So if their kid wanted to play, like, some PS5 games, they could stream it to their bedroom without yeah. having to be, like, in their parents' bedroom. That's what I, that's what I was thinking. 
right there. Yeah, that that's sounds like something my parents would do if I was younger. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just wonder that, like, given the new technology and stuff, like, will it be able to run two games at once? Like, I mean, Xbox has their whole, like, quick resume thing. And, like, I, I don't see that being the case. No. But, uh, like, if I'm playing the Maybe. PS5 and my kid wants to log on, it like it's going to kick me off. And it's, there's a whole thing here. But I'm curious to see how many people are actually going to be using it and what the functionality is going to be like. Yeah. Uh, moving on to our next set of news. It's a Mass Effect rock block. We're going to start with the Mass Effect Legendary Edition announced for 2021. This comes from Adam Bankhurst from IGN. After so many rumors and leaked retail listings, the Mass Effect Legendary Edition has finally been announced for spring 2021. Announced on Unseven Day, a day where Bioware and all its fans celebrate all things Mass Effect, this remastered version of Mass Effect, Mass Effect 2, and Mass Effect 3 will be together in one collection for Xbox One, PS4, and PC. It will also have forward compatibility and targeted enhancements on Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5. It's real. It's finally been confirmed. Mass Effect is being remastered coming to new consoles darren are you hyped i'm very hyped i'm very excited mass effect series is one of my favorite game series of all time just like wonderful continuous story uh through all three games um and i never played any of the dlc for any of those games so i'm very excited uh to pick this up and try it i never got the trilogy when it came out uh they like released the trilogy on 360 and ps3 for some stupid reason when they released the trilogy it did not come out with all the dlc like the xbox version of the trilogy you only got like not even half the dlc but the ps3 version you got most of the the dlc because it was still pretty soon after mass effect 3 came out so they probably didn't want to give away all their dlc for free so i never got it because i'm like well, why would i buy this i already have all three games but be able to play them all just like a little bit touched up uh and play everything that the games have to offer i think is very exciting uh so i can't wait for that yeah i'm excited i've never played any of the mass effects it's probably one of my biggest like gaming sins um mm-hmm. And I've told I've been told by Alistair and by you many times to go play them. Uh, I actually own them on PC because they were on sale a little while ago. But, you know, me and PC gaming, it's not something that I usually <laughs> do unless I absolutely have to. Um, so yeah. I am actually looking forward to this to be able to play them properly for the first time. So I'm amped. Destiny, any feelings about Mass Effect? Um, no, but but I, I have heard like great things about the game. I've just never like played it myself. I have some friends who were like really into it when I was role playing, and they like built an entire sim dedicated to it. So um, I might pick wow, it up. That's awesome. Yeah, so I might pick it up. You know, casually play a little bit. We'll see. We'll see. The where, first game where hasn't the aged is. super well. The first game is really hard to get into uh, by today's standards. Uh, but maybe if you're playing on PC, you'll I probably like it a little bit better. <laughs> Just skip right to two. That's fine. <laughs> uh, our last piece of news before we before we close out the podcast is that a new Mass Effect project is in development at Bioware with a quote-unquote veteran team. This is, again, coming from Adam Bankhurst. Bioware has confirmed that a new Mass Effect game is in development. Announced on N7 Day alongside the news that the long-awaited Mass Effect Legendary Edition will arrive in 2021, this new game will feature a veteran team from Bioware and will be the next chapter of the mass effect universe they told us nothing more they're just also working on it darren 
what do you hope for in a new Mass Effect game? I hope for the story to be good. <laughs> I hope that's that's what I hope. I, I hope that the story's just good because uh, I never played Mass Effect Andromeda. I never picked it up because I heard nothing but complaints about it. And so I didn't even try. So I would like for this game to be good. And I would like for this game to not have a bunch of EA microtransaction loot box garbage shoved into it to take away from the story. What uh, if there's if there's something new you want out of the franchise now that it's moving on to next gen? Now that it's it's been a while since a good Mass Effect. What what's something new that you'd like to see in a, in a new installment to the game? I go back and forth. But I think in theory I would like, uh, well I would like more planets to be more explorable. Like I'd like there be to be more openness to the planets, but I'm worried about making that wish because that's what they did to andromeda and that's what took away from it is because the more you focus on the open world aspect of it the more time you're taking away from a good focused story so i'd actually just like them to focus if they are going to have more planet exploration i'd like it to not be that i'd like it to be more like i guess no man's sky where it'd probably just be a little more procedural and maybe there's a couple things to do here and there. Like, I don't want it to be the focus because then I'm scared that the story's going to not be as good. All right, cool. Yeah, I, I don't, like I said, I've, I've, I don't really have much of a touchstone for the series, but I'm curious yeah. to see what they're going to do with something new because, yeah, Andromeda was not universally praised whatsoever. Yeah, or just bring back the Mako from the first game, the car that you drove around. Just bring that back just have that be this planet exploration again because i don't think when everybody complains about mass effect one's driving they're not compare they're not complaining about the fact that you have to drive they're complaining that the car controls like a spring-loaded pancake like it <laughs> it like you, you push a rock and it just like flips over and it like jumps around the place it's a pain in the butt to control the concept of driving itself was fine like just make the car not control like a spring-loaded pancake i have no make the driving better to make make the driving better yeah there you go all right cool (laughs) well that guys brings us to the end of the show thank you so so much for listening before we close out destiny is there anything left that you'd like to say um just guys stay tuned because we are going to have some amazing guests coming on um in the next couple of weeks and months like we really want to bring on more guests so that we have like more variety and we're talking to people about like their gaming their likes like their mental struggles and i feel like this year has been like a mental mind fuck for a lot of us so just being able to talk to new people and getting their perspectives is something that I think we've always kind of wanted to do. So please keep your ears open. That sounded dumb. Keep your ears open. <laughs> yeah. Keep and those if ear holes exposed. Yeah. Keep them ear holes open. And if you're someone who'd like to come onto the show or you're interested and you have a story you feel like telling, feel free to message us. I mean, we're, we were always open to talk to people. So hit us up over on Facebook at the Burnout Brighter Podcast. Uh, I am now on Twitter at burnout underscore Matt. Destiny, you said you reactivated your Twitter as well? 
Yes, plug that? liquor store diva. Liquor, liquor store diva. Store and, diva. And yeah. Darren accepts uh, postage through Carrier Pigeon. So if you do want, <laughs> if you want to send him a nice noodle in an envelope, uh, find a pigeon and strap one onto their legs and hope it finds him. Darren, please is there send left all your to pigeons to Matt. Yeah, please send all your pigeons to Matt so that Matt can relay the messages and then have a big pigeon collection. Yes. You know that's not what Twitter is, right, Darren? It's not actual birds. Oh, I'm sorry. I was confused. It's not an actual <laughs> bird? Then what did I activate? Do you know what the name do you know what the name of walk up to a, uh, walk up to a pigeon on the street, poked it in the head? You know what yeah. the name of the Twitter bird is? I know what the name of the Twitter bird is. Um is what's the name of the Twitter bird. It's Larry. Sebastian. Is it Larry? That's such a terrible name. Why? I, I think there's a, 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 a joke there with Larry Bird, but I don't know what the joke is. Uh, yeah, Larry T. Bird. It's named after Larry Bird, the basketball injured. Look at that. Darren, you, you oh, know that. Oh, Darren, look at you knowing stuff. Yeah. About basketball. Uh, basketball. Yes. Darren, any, anything left that you want to say? Outside of talking no. about Twitter's bird, no. She said no. That was it. <laughs> that was that, that was it. Well, then that officially brings us to the end of the podcast. Thank you once again to Papagenda.co for sending us codes for bug snacks. We super, really, really, very much appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. Check us out on YouTube over at Burnout Brighter on YouTube. Check us over at Facebook at the Burnout Brighter Podcast, and catch us on every major podcast network. Please. Like, subscribe, share, leave us some reviews. We appreciate and love to interact with anybody who's willing to give us the time of day. So that brings us to the end for reels now. Darren, say bye. Bye. Destiny, say bye. Goodbye. We'll see you guys next week. Peace out. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> so long to start after you do it <laughs> i'm, I'm trying to build up tension i'm trying what? to build up. you're not even you're gonna cut that out that's not even gonna be you, there you don't know yeah i do you don't know nobody's gonna sit there during know. dead air while you build up tension hey sometimes i just need to prepare myself along oh. with the viewers for the oh, ride okay. all right let's do this do 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 do